Essay, speak like a native, practice with feedback, study, get creative. W, woke, period, consciously be aware what you saying. A, accents matter, stress and expression, romance, swagger. G, grammar check, conjugate the verbs, use the right verb tense. A, tengo un secreto, escúchame bien por un rato. Guess what, when you speak Spanish, it's not English, it's Spanish. So, sprinkle that swag, stop walking around posting like, yeah, you me llamo. Dude, you sound ridiculous. Your ignorance is not conspicuous. Hey, I'm speaking from experience, not a guru who's striving for excellence. Been speaking at Espanol desde el colegio. No más monolingüe, Spanish web drip, yo soy bilingüe. And you can do it too. Apply the Spanish swag, you'll see you. Hey, this, 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 speak like a native. Practice with feedback, study, get creative. W, woke, period, consciously be aware what you're saying. Hey, accents matter, stress and expression, romance, swagger. G, grammar check, conjugate the verbs, use the right verb tense. Hey. Hola, 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 everybody. Yo me llamo Jessie Feliz, and I'm your host here at Spanish Swag. Aquí es el tema para hoy. This is the theme for today. Hoy we're going to be talking all about los saludos y las despedidas. Yeah, yeah. Saludos means not just shout outs, as I use it frequently in mis clases con mis estudiantes. Sino más bien saludos significa, what do you think, like a salutation, like you're saluting someone or greetings. Different ways you can greet people. Hello, governor. Different expressions you can use diariamente on a daily, regular basis when you are speaking español con otras personas, when you are greeting them. Y las despedidas, we're going to learn a few. There's so many different ways to say adios, goodbye. Hasta la vista, baby. And again, there will always be regionally specific ways of greeting people, right? So we're going to learn las expresiones más comunes, the most commonly used expressions in Espanol to greet people, um, as well as relating to how you might greet someone based off a different time of day. And we'll also review las despedidas. But just know, we live in this era of... Tecnología y el internet. So you have you, Mr. Google, que descanse en paz, as my grandfather used to say. My papa will always say, this Mr. Google, he was born, él nació en 1918, and he lived to be um, 94 years old. And some concepts, like the, just the concept of the internet and the search engine, he used to frequently say Mr. Google because he would look up the stocks to say, oh, this Mr. Google is really doing some things, thinking that that was his last name or that it was a person. Um, but he would always like refer to like Mr. Google, Mr. Google. I just was thinking about that. But we have Mr. Google. Yeah! Abuelito, my papa, that we can search like regionally specific colloquial phrases. Do your research. Hay que investigar. Si tú vas de vacaciones en España, you know, look up Spanish common phrases like for España. If si tú vas para México, look up phrases para México. Si tú vas a Costa Rica, Costa Rica. look up phrases in Costa Rica. Not if you're just going de vacación, but if you're going like... um to live abroad somewhere, to work abroad, to study abroad, you, I can investigate. There is no excuse. I don't want to hear about, oh, the weather was bad, so I couldn't make it to the library. Now they know but that's not this right. this thing called Mr. Google, like my papa used to say. Like, literally do your research and practice yields permanence, y'all. We have to practice on a regular basis so that you feel comfortable. And then the thing is that, Como lo que dice el gran Henry Ford, what do we learn? You have to fail forward. And combining that with what Oprah Winfrey once said, no hay fracasos. She says there aren't any failures. Solamente hay lesiones por aprender. There are only lessons to be learned. We'll combine the two. Those fracasos, lesiones. Um, shout out to um, Myron. With, he has at My Journey to Fluency on Instagram. He says, you know, that every failure, cada fracaso, is just an experience if you can learn a lesson from it. So just think about it as an experience, changing our mindset 
and basically always uses the word fracaso, failing, failing. But do your research. If I'm going to La República Dominicana or para Cuba, I'm going to look up phrases that are regionally specific. But let's use some caution. Let me share un cuentito con ustedes. Soy de Detroit, as you all already know. Soy de Detroit. And so a regionally specific, a colloquial phrase, and I believe I mentioned this before, I see con cada generación. Like you can even have a, a well-known phrase that is associated with a certain part of um, a city or a certain part of a state or community, country, whatever. But los tiempos van cambiando. Los tiempos van cambiando, which means times be changing, you know? And so sometimes something that may be kind of iconic linguistically, a few generations later, that may not be the norm or that may not be as much um, of a norm and commonly used. Well, anyway, this is a phrase that is highly, 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 highly associated with the Detroit dialect, and that phrase is "What up, though?" What up, though? You know that's that's the that's the most popular one. You could tell that just off seeing somebody. What up, though? People who are not from Detroit, they may know the phrase. Obviously, with the internet and music, you may hear cantantes, raperos, rappers, singers from Detroit use that. Or now, right now, BMF is un, una serie muy popular, so you're hearing it used. But if you're not from here, it may not seem like normal. Like, yo no soy dominicana. And I know in the Dominican Republic, to me, the equivalent of like, what up though, would be que lo que. Not a single textbook is going to have que lo que. You might get que pasa. Of course, you're going to get que tal, porque viene de España. But no one's going to list que lo que. But that is like a regionally within the community and the DR in La Republica Dominicana, that people use greeting each other like, que lo que? And to me, I make that like the equivalent of what up though. So here's a cuentito. El papá de mi hijo, my son's father and I, fuimos al, yo no sé, fuimos al centro. We went downtown. And so on our way back, we were caminando en la avenida de Woodward and we're walking back on Woodward Avenue to the parking structure, el parqueo, and this individual, I don't know his name, no sé cuál es su nombre de esa persona. And I don't like to judge books by a cover because you can't look at somebody and automatically say, oh, this person is from here or isn't or whatever. Pero we're walking back and this person, if you were to judge by a book by a cover, you would not necessarily believe that this person was from the same community as we are from or as where my son's father's from. And so as we're... Leaving back um, up La Avenida, this person really wanted to get some practice in, right? Practice with feedback, study, get creative. They definitely wanted to be creativo and they definitely wanted to get some practice in, right? But I want us to remember woke, period. Consciously be aware of what you're saying. You still have to be woke. Like know your surroundings, know the scenario, you know, whatever. Well, anyway, this individual... And this is still an American English speaker. So this is not someone from a different language or a different culture or rather a different country. And then they're practicing their English. This is someone who wants to practice a regionally specific phrase. And that phrase is, what up though? And so this person approaches us and I think he may have been a group of like dos or tres personas. And so he didn't know us. We didn't know him but we are about to cross one another. And he says it in the utmost <laughs> non-sounding like you from Detroit voice. What up though? <laughs> and so my son's father just like looked at him and nodded his head or whatever. And we kept walking. And then once we passed and we heard him saying, oh my gosh, he, he responded, you know? So that was an example of practicing, but I just want to let us all know, we want to practice woke bilingualism. Like, don't learn it, que lo que is like a very informal, colloquial way to say what up, though, basically in the Dominican Republic and going up to somebody that you don't know. Like, you're going to still establish relationships with people and just be woke, right? 
but there are some go-to phrases that you can learn that you won't sound awkward, but I want to emphasize that's the reason why we're talking about swag. Because if you're saying it native, right? If that same individual would have said to us, you know, what up though? In a normal sounding tone versus what up though? It wouldn't have sound awkward. We wouldn't have been like, uh, you know, but that happened because they did not sound nativo. They did not sound native when they were saying it, right? And so this is what we're talking about. It happens across the world, across cultures, across idiomas, languages. And so again, I am here to encourage you not only to offer the language to you, but as far as like these academic bricks, this is how you say it. This is how you conjugar. Para conjugar el verbo, hay que. It's none of that. Like, we will get there, but I really want to be here to help you cultivate, desarrollar, develop this near native sound. And I, my phrase says, you know, I'm not a guru, but I'm striving for excellence. We should be striving for excellence in todo lo que hacemos, right? Haga de toda buena gana. Like, in, in todo lo que hacemos, like, we should go hard for the things that we are acquiring and things that we are, because language is an acquisition. And it's not just like, oh, I've acquired this property and now I am the owner. No, they call it second language acquisition, but it is a lifelong journey. It is not a one hit it Like, it's ongoing. And there you will make mistakes. That's why I'm here to be very transparent with you all to share so many different examples and ways that I have made mistakes, but I have learned and I have grown. No hay fracaso, sino, sino solo hay lesiones por aprender, but you've got to fail forward, okay? So, why is it so important to greet people? I know sometimes we'll like walk past someone, and this is speaking about American English culture, uh, American English language culture, that's what I'm referring to. You know, you may be at work or you're on your way to the mall or maybe you're just, whatever's going on, you're just going to the grocery store and you're just passing someone and you know sometimes you'll just be like, hey, or morning or good morning, how you doing? And you may not actually um, want a response or are looking for a response and vice versa. It's just that you greet, you acknowledge people, right? You acknowledge their presence. Sometimes you greet someone and you are looking for a response, a verbal response, maybe a nonverbal response, some body language, you exchange glances. But the reason why we do that is what we're talking about briefly right now. Okay, so according to universalclass.com, when we have this question asked, why is it important to greet someone in their native tongue? And I'm going to add with the swag. This is what they say. Every greeting and introduction is an opportunity to demonstrate respecto, respect, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. R-E-S-P-E-C-T, find out what it means to me. Every greeting and introduction is an opportunity to demonstrate respect for others and to create a favorable impression of yourself to others. When you greet someone, you acknowledge their presence. Let me repeat that. When you greet someone, you acknowledge their presence. I don't know if you've been in a situation before, um, whether it's your native American English song or an Espanol, where you greet someone and they just act like you're not there. <laughs> I greeted someone um, hace un mes, like a month ago, and it was a very small, intimate setting, so it wasn't like I'm yelling like, hey, yo, what up, though? And they're like down the block and maybe didn't hear me. Clearly, this individual, like, I tapped on the person's shoulders and I greeted the individual, but the individual did not want to respond, right? <laughs> I could laugh about stuff because I'm like, well, dang, well, dang. I guess you just don't want to respond to me. But what's not me it? Hey, if you don't want to respond to me, stay black, bro. I don't got to respond any months to you or really continue. It's not really a response. It'll be responding to myself since you ignored me in the first place. Hey, I'm sorry. I didn't see you there. I was too busy blocking out the haters. Pero, you know, it's like that awkwardness. 
And it's awkward because it aligns with what universalclass.com just says. When you greet someone, you acknowledge your presence. So when you greet someone, if they don't like respond, you know, verbally or non-verbally, it's like, uh, I don't need you to like acknowledge me like doom, 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 Here is Jessica. Yay. None of that. But it's just, you know, that awkwardness. But at the same time, sometimes we do say morning or good morning. How you doing? When you're walking past someone, you're not even stopping and pausing for the cause to get an actual response. But it's still this notion of saludar, of greeting someone because it acknowledges them. Whether it's just to do a cross and walk, maybe it's an exchange of glances, or maybe you are looking for an actual response so you pause for the cause. But either way, when we greet people, right? Hay un propósito. There's a purpose behind it. And I would say when you do it with sprinkling that swag, even if you are like, dude, I only know basic conversation in Spanish, conversación básica. If you can do it with swag, I promise you, os prometo, I promise y'all. One, you're acknowledging that individual. Two, you're acknowledging that individual's identity, which language is a reflection of their culture. And especially if you got some regionally specific colloquialism to the way, the cadence of the way you speak, right? Then you are, it like turns something on in their ears. Like it, like a light bulb is like, aha, oh, this person knows me. This person knows me cultura. This person recognizes how I speak here up in this piece. For example, universally people know the phrase, como estas? How are you? How are you doing? Como estas? Bien, y tú? Bien, y usted? That's like your go-to Spanish phrase. You should not tell anyone you speak Spanish if you don't know how to respond to como estas. And let me put a pin in that. And at the same time, you should know the difference between como estas y como te llamas. I know we see como, como. And I know we hear as. No, I'm not talking about as, 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 as. I'm not talking about that. But we have that ending sound, as, as, right? Como estas? Como te llamas? But for us to keep getting those confused, yo, and it's about to be 2022, with all the resources that are available, I always will do a plug for wordreference.com. You can listen to tres acentos diferentes, un acento mexicano, argentino, y de España. So no excuse. And SpanishDict.com, another amazing free resource where not only do you get to listen to la manera de pronunciarse la palabra, you also get a visual depiction of a Spanish speaker pronouncing the word. When it's a word that's difficult or a brand new word, and I'm like totally like, dude, I know the, the phonetics, but something I ain't feeling, something ain't right up in chair. Like I had a word I had to learn, la arbitrariedad. I was on the struggle bus with that one. But I went to SpanishDict.com and WordReference.com. I listened to the word multiple times. I wrote this long word out because my professor from Spain, she um, studies linguistics. So it's like nothing. She just, it's just la arbitrariedad. And I was like, huh? La, la arba, what? What? And I wrote it out. I put squares around cada syllable, around every syllable, so that I could like chunk this and honor it, like the phonetics of the Spanish language. And now I can say it, la arbitrariedad, right? So anyway, one phrase that I use, especially shout out, saludos to all my expats living up in Costa Rica. Costa Rica. One phrase that I'm talking about getting to know, do your research, holla at, aka Mr. Google. Um, one phrase that's muy tico, muy costricense is when someone says, como estas? Como estas? Como esta usted? Like, how are you doing? How are you? Again, you can say bien, but something algo muy tico, una respuesta es bien por dicha. Say it with me. Bien por dicha. Bien por dicha. Bien por dicha. No Spanish textbook from any class. I've been studying Spanish por más de 20 años, more than 20 years. No textbook ever had that. Until I was an uh, international exchange student in 2005, in 2005, and I lived con una familia tica, and so I would hear them interact, or someone would call me mama, and she would say, "Alo, 
I see bien por dicha. You know, and so I would hear it like in context. And I would then learn just from that experience, bien por dicha, that is muy costricense. Dicha, dicho, all that stuff refers to like luck, but it's less of luck. It's more like, it makes me think of the equivalent because Costa Rica is still considered to be more of a religious um, country as far as like the language and the culture out of America Central. Bien por dicha is not a phrase de Guatemala. It's puro um, costricense. But the sentiment is more like, you may not hear younger people saying it as much, but it depends on who raised them, right? It makes me think about for anyone that can recognize this, like some of the old school black mama saying, oh, I'm good by the glory of God. <laughs> Luckily, I'm doing well by God's grace. And that's another phrase, gracias a Dios. Like we say gracias, which means thanks. But it also means in this context, like praise and thanks. Ah, I means to. T-O, the preposition, and then Dios, D-I-O-S, Dios, gracias a Dios. That's where like, praise be to God by the glory of God. Bien por dicha, gracias a Dios. And so I would hear gracias a Dios, I would say a whole lot more than I would hear bien por dicha by people of different ages. And it was so cool, I would hear chiquitos. ¿Cómo estás? Bien, gracias a Dios. And I'm like, oh, so cute. You answer me, I'm doing well. Thanks be to God. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's part, it's part of the cultura. Right? It may sound either archaic or muy religioso. Very religious for to say, oh, I'm good by the grace of God. You may be like, okay, you really turn it up the notch. But it's used so frequently. I mean, you can hear Rastas in El Caribe Sur. On the Caribbean side of Costa Rica. ¿Cómo está? Guapen. Bien, gracias a Dios. You know, you can hear someone in su trabajo, at work, in el banco. Like you're standing in line, you greet someone. Hola, buenas. ¿Cómo está? Bien, ¿y tú? Bien, gracias a Dios. And you're doing an exchange. And it's not like linguistically from my personal experience. And please, amigos, mandame un... Mensaje, message me, DM me, all that stuff. Only positive energy. Because I told you, if you got any mala energia, I am going to block it, block it, block it, block it, block it. <laughs> Pero, I do, and this is from my personal perspective and my experience. It's almost as if there's no separation of church and state when it comes to the language. Does that make sense, y'all? I'm not here to promote this over that. I'm not saying you got to believe this, a little bit of that. You can get with this or you can get with that. I'm not here to tell you what to do. Seek the creator on your own terms, how you do you. I know what I do, boo, and I'm going to keep doing me, boo. But I'm talking about the language. The fact that you say gracias a Dios. And that's muy costricente. Like, I heard that all the time. When I speak to mis amigas, when I DM them, like, when we message each other, video llamada, video chat, that's frequently heard in exchange. And so me living there, I absorb that, right? And that's part of greeting someone, talking about the greetings, okay? So remember, when you greet someone, especially in their native tongue, it's a favorable impression. Y'all, look. I'm not going to lie to you. I really think it's, it's so important to develop in the midst of this swag, that woke. We have to practice hashtag woke bilingualism. It's not enough to just say, oh, I can conjugate this verb. I can create a sentence. I got this. Boom. You have to also understand the people. Why? Porque es importante? Porque el lenguaje es un reflejo de la cultura, de la gente. Language reflects the people. And so how can I, someone como una extranjera. I got a bad feeling about this. A foreigner up in somebody else's land. I'm trying to make us woke about that colonizer energy and mindset. Right? How can I be like, why are they saying that? Or I don't say that. Or why are no, that's not what Duolingo taught me. I'm sorry, boo-boo. Duolingo is a great app, but that may not prepare you for every single scenario. But it will give you a brick 
right? These educational academic bricks, but the mortar that's going to solidify it is you having an open mindset, is you practicing woke, uh, is through practicing woke bilingualism and being mindful in your language acquisition and your development, right? I know every time when I arrive back to Costa Rica, oh, I me muero por puerto. Oh. <laughs> I miss Puerto Viejo so much. Saludos a toda la gente que está ahí. You're living vicariously through me. But you know what? I believe the Most High has a purpose for us all, no matter where we are. And for me specifically, I'm about cultivating pura vida. <laughs> Donde quiera estoy yo. Right? Like, it don't matter where I am. Si estoy aquí en el norte con el invierno, con la nieve. Si, osito, yo estoy en Texas, or in Baltimore, or in Inglaterra, or in Africa, the motherland, or in China, India, Australia, or in Costa Rica, in Argentina, Colombia, Brazil, no matter where I am, and no matter what circumstance, no matter that I'm experiencing, no matter what my context may be, I want to live a life where I can process things through having thankfulness, and then I can say pura vida, which literally means pure life. Please, y'all, speak it like a native. And this goes out to all my people viviendo in Costa Rica. It is not pura vida. Now, they know oh that's my not gosh. right. Ay, Dios mío. There are people that even have companies, American English speakers, have created some of them. Not all, at all, but... I am aware of people who have created, <laughs> I have to say it the wrong way for it to make sense. P-U-R-A space V-I-D-A. And they will say, oh yeah, I have my Pura Vida uh, travel agency, Pura Vida. Now they know that's and not right. And I'm like, right. how are you using the country's phrase to make you some bank and you not even saying it the way the country says it? Say what? Like, uh-huh. Spanish swag rule, un consejito. R, for us, la letra R, R, between dos vocales. It's not a R like, ruh, 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 roll your boat, cause I'm rolling. That ruh, 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 roll your boat. That does not exist in Spanish. Spanish is a romance language, y'all. It's todo suavecito. So my Spanish swag nuggets of advice when you see the R in between dos vocales and the two vowels that we have are U and A, A, E, I, O, U, A, E, I, O, U, A, E, I, O, U. So we have this U and an A, P-U-R-A, right? Make the R sound like a soft D. Pura, pura. Say it with me. Pura. It's not a hard D. Like, did you not, did you not, Diana, Close the door. Ding dong. <laughs> it's not a hard D. No, it's worth it. Pura, pura, pura. And the V's. My daddy's name, rest in peace, daddy. His name was Vin, v -v -v Vincent. In Spanish, digamos Vicente. No one says Vicente. B. The V's are pronounced like a B. That's why we say be grande, be chiquita. So, with our vowels, P-U-R-A, the spelling U-A, pura, space, V-I-D-A-E-A, is pura vida. Pura vida. Pura vida. Pura vida. It's not pura vida. Pura vida travel agency. Yeah, pura vida tours. <laughs> I'm laughing because your ignorance is not conspicuous. You sound ridiculous. I don't want you to sound ridiculous. I don't want you to sound redonkulous. It's not pura vida. It's pura vida, pura vida, pura vida. And that's also a colloquial phrase. It literally means pure life. But pura vida is like great. Pura vida means good. Pura vida means awesome. It means all those things. ¿Cómo estás? Pura vida. ¿Cómo te va? Pura vida. ¿Cómo está la gente? ¿Cómo está la familia? Pura vida. And muy costricente, muy tico. More tico than gallo pinto, no? Yeah! So, acknowledge people. Back to what I'm talking about. Whenever I travel, before the pandemia, 
Whenever I would travel, I got kids, y'all. But best believe, if I were like up in this itch solo, <laughs> I would travel. Pero porque yo sé bastante bien cómo ponerme y llevar una mascarilla. And I will be wearing an N95 mask because I don't trust people and their Rona germs. I don't need that in my life. But in ese momento de mi vida, estoy aquí en el norte con mi, con mi huilas, con mi familia, con mis chiquitos. Okay? So, when I did travel and when I will travel, speaking it in advance, um, when I travel again and when I think about every time I'm interacting with aduanas, you know, customs, and even when you first get that sello, estampilla, that stamp in your pasaporte, when I greet someone, hola, buenos dias, we're going to get to that phrase, hola, buenas, como esta, como esta usted, bien, bien por dicha, or bien gracias a Dios, I'm utilizing those local, colloquial, you hear local in the word colloquial, it's kind of dope, you have these local colloquial phrases, at least the sound local spell a little differently. But you have these local colloquial phrases, and it triggers. Not only am I acknowledging their presence, because imagine you go through customs and how many people are just stamp, 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 stamp. It triggers something, and so now they want to have a conversation with me. So now I'm having a different experience. So now I was struggling. I remember when I would travel solo with my daughter, and that was back when cuando ella tenía un año o dos añitos. Oh, it was crazy. <laughs> I know it was nothing, but si no fuera por la gracia de Dios. Because I don't know how I did that. Um, traveling with the bags. And y'all, I was like full gully mode. I didn't even have a stroller, yo. I don't even know how I did that. I didn't get a stroller for her till after. She was probably like close to one and a half. <laughs> oh, that's so crazy. Anyway, but... I remember at one point I was coming in the airport and I was struggling. I had all my maletas, you know, on my bags. Plus I be, I didn't have a stroller, backpack, all these things going on. And I just remember from, I'll just say this, maybe the guy just showed me empathy regardless of my language situation, right? But I remember speaking with him. My daughter's starting to turn up. You know, parents, y'all that travel with little people, Grandparents, y'all that travel with little people, you already know how that is. And whatever it was, I mean, I feel as if I just got the hookup. Like somebody came, they carried all my bags to the place, and then I would get out of line sometimes. I remember standing in Una Fila Muy Larga, and like I would be in line sometimes, and that would happen too. And I would just get like this amazing hookup all the time. Um, and I think it was because I started speaking Spanish. And people would like respect it, and it was an amazing thing. Hey, lovely friends, it's the lovely twins. We are the authors of a lovely world adventures book series. Our books are written in our own words, and we tell our real life story about moving to Mexico and making new friends. Go to lovelypublications.com. L O V E. L-E-I-G-H-P-U-B-L-I-C-A-T-I-O-N-S dot com. Good morning, that me gente. I am Dr. Kami Anderson, and I'm asking you to be a part of my hashtag Black Linguistic Army by joining me at Bilingual Brown Babies. This is a fully online language program for black emphasis families and i'm hoping that you will join me that is on instagram at bilingual brown babies or on the web www.bilingualbrownbabies.com hasta pronto you're listening to my mommy jesse feliz on spanish swag bye bye in speaking and greeting people in their native language with that swag even if i didn't know any other phrases um, outside of that basic conversational phrases, by doing that, I recognize them and I recognize their presence. So with that, let's get to learning some phrases. Um, los saludos y las despedidas. And the way I like to do this is primeramente, I want you to go ahead. If you're listening to me and you have paper and a pencil, please do the following. If you are driving, please do not do the following disclaimer because I don't want anyone saying, Oh, yeah, that's the reason why I couldn't do no hands free because of Jesse Feliz. That's not how it goes. So, 
please go ahead and trace your left hand. I'm going to do it at the same time so that the time aligns with you. And then please trace your right hand. Now, if you're left-handed and you're struggling to do the opposite hand or whatever, the right hand is struggling with the other hand, if you need to trace with the same hand, do you, boo. Um, or trace the same hand two times. It's time you in. Okay. So the reason why I have us doing this is because, think about it, when you greet someone, generally our hands are involved in the process or frequently they're involved, whether it's something muy formal, you know, and you're shaking someone's hand, but nowadays I don't shake people's hands because I don't need, y'all, my son's father is so funny. He don't even say like germs. He's like, I don't want nobody else's chromosomes. <laughs> talk I think this pandemic has made us aware of just heightened or has heightened our awareness rather of just germs and hygiene period so I don't shake people's hands breathe Quintito one of the um an administrator who was new to a team that I was working on over a year ago um and it was her first time meeting me face to face I think I really this woman was like what is up with this chick she went to shake my hand she even do the elbow. She ain't try to do the elbow, you know, the power fist or nothing. And I just straight, what I do, I do Wakanda. Wakanda forever. Que descansen paz, King T'Challa. Chadwick Bossman, I always think of him as just King King T'Challa. That's what my daughter refers to. Oh, that's King T'Challa. Because I like her thinking of him because he definitely was a king. But shout out to him and his familia. And so I do Wakanda forever. And I did that to that woman. And she looked at me. Maybe she's never seen Black Panther. That may have been the first thing. But then she kind of had this look of like offense. And I'm so sorry. I don't mean to offend nobody. I just don't want to touch people and your germs. Because I don't know if you even wash your hands when you leave out the bathroom. I was at Panera Bread. And this little girl. But I mean, she at least was like, ocho, nueve, diez años. Maybe a sixth grader, 11 years old. She showed sure up, walked out the bathroom, and I'm there were two sinks. I was there washing my hands or drying my hands. And she was walking, her mother opened the door, like, come on. And she was walking right to the door. And I looked at her, and her mom was like, uh, go wash your hands. See, now they know I don't that's have not right. People, their diverse hygiene practices. I'm all for language diversity and cultural diversity. And I know hygiene may be associated with culture, but that's the part I ain't, uh uh. Cleanliness, y'all. We got to be clean. 20 segundos, minimo. And y'all better learn how to wash our hands the correct way. It's not just put soap in this lather. You better get underneath las uñas, the nails, alrededor de su muñeca, around your, um, not elbows. Como se llama muñecas? Wrists, all that. Get up in there. Anyway, so greeting is muy importante. I don't even know how I got to the Panera Bread concept, but I'm still telling people. Oh, I was talking about greeting old girl and I did Wakanda forever. That was my use of body language. And I still said, you know, how are you doing? And I did Wakanda and I bounced it. Boom, boom against my chest. And she just like froze. But I still was acknowledging her presence. She just wasn't prepared for that type of acknowledgement. But anyway, so... We use our hands, right? So whether you're doing Wakanda, fist bump, elbow, maybe you just give somebody deuces to say ciao. You know, oftentimes we use our hands. So for that reason, I like us to trace our hands. Now, in the center of one hand, I want you to write hola. H-O-L-A, hola, okay? And we're going to write different things on um, los deditos, on the fingers, but let's just do that. And then in the center of the other hand, can we all please write adios? A-D-I-O with an accent mark over it. That's why we say adios. Oh, the stress is the O. Not adios or adios. That's different. That means to God. Adios, which when you learn language, adios. Nowadays we say goodbye, but that goes comes to the phrase, you know, vaya con Dios or go with God. To God, you know, that was where the origin comes from that phrase. So, adios, the meaning origin. A-D-I-O, um, S, accent over the O. Adios. Okay, so let's go back to the hand where we have hola. Repite, hola. Remember, the O, la O es cerrada. 
the O is closed. Please do not walk around here saying hola and it's all open and oh, oh, oh. Do you hear the difference between oh versus oh, hola, hola. That's a simple thing. Hola versus hola. Hola, hola, amigo. Hola, amigo. Hay una diferencia. No? Okay, so on your thumb, let's go ahead and write our first greeting. How we greet people in the daytime or the morning. Buenos dias. I have a lot of people say buenas because they're thinking that dias ends with as, but all words that end with a ah are not necessarily femenina. Even though la mayoría son, dia is masculino. So that's the reason why we say buenos, buenos dias. B-U-E-N-O-S space D-I, accent over the I, A-S. Repitan, buenos dias. Buenos dias. Okay, buenos dias. Now, and with that thumb, go ahead, if you can, draw un solito, like a little sun. Sun, Mr. Golden Sun, would you please shine down on me? And if you can, draw an arrow going up. And that helps us to think of el amanecer. El amanecer. Dawn. Rising with the sun. And shout out an additional phrase that you could use to say, um, instead of saying, como estas por la mañana, you could say to someone, como amaneciste? Or in Costa Rica, digamos, como amaneció? Oh, I love that phrase. Como amaneció? It means good morning. I mean, lo siento, it means como estas? But it's more so like, el amanecer is dawn. And so, como amaneció is like, well, how did you rise this morning? How did you rise with the sun? How was your dawn? How was your rising? I love that so much. Como amaneció. Never learned that in a textbook. I would just hear um, las mucamas, the maids for different places that I worked at. They would greet me in the morning. Hola, Jesse. Buenos días. Como amaneció. And I knew that was like the initial greeting because I would hear it from different people. And so I would say, bien. I just tried it out. Practice. Bien. Como amaneció. The tu form would be como amaneciste. Como amaneciste. You could say bien. Y usted? Y tu como amaneciste. Y bien. Bien. Y usted como amaneció. Bien. Muy bien hoy. Okay. So buenos dias. Next, let's move on to our um, pointer finger, index finger. Now, we're talking about how you greet someone um, around noontime, al mediodía. So let's go ahead and write buenas. It's written the same as buenos, except cuál es la diferencia entre buenos y buenas. Your ears should pick it up. Hay una letra y un sonido. Que es diferente. Se cambia desde la O hasta la A. Buenos, buenas. B-U-E-N-A-S space T-A-R-D-E-S. Repite. Buenas tardes. Buenas tardes. Good afternoon. Oops, lo siento. Buenas tardes. Going back to the thumb. Buenos días. Index finger. Buenas tardes. Now let's go to the mental, the middle finger on your paper. I hope no one is sticking their middle finger up at anyone. That's not very polite, boys and girls. So, nighttime we say, buenas noches. Buenas noches. Buenas noches. Good evening. Buenas noches. Good night. Buenas noches. Buenas noches, mi cariño. You're kissing your child good night. You're tucking in your grandchild at night. You say, buenas noches. Buenas noches, mi amor. Turning over to your pareja, to your partner. You're saying, buenas noches, te quiero mucho. Right? Dulces sueños. Sueños dulces. Sweet dreams. Buenas noches. Just like buenas tardes, you have the A. B-U-E-N-A-S space N-O-C-H-E-S. Please do not be up here ignorant saying, buenas no nachos. <laughs> I hear that from people all the time. Your ignorance is not conspicuous at all. It's buenas noches. It's not nacho. <laughs> that sounds so ignorante. Let's remove from that. 
Now let's go to your ring finger. And uh, go ahead, if you can, draw. Dibujen un anillo. Like just put a little rectangle on your ring finger. And above the ring finger, can you just write buenas? B-U-E-N-A-S. And then beneath the ring finger, can you write muy buenas? Muy, M-U-Y, like muy bien. And then buenas, B-U-E-N-A-S. Muy buenas. Buenas is like, it comes from bueno, right? That's the base, which means good. And when you say buenas, it's kind of like, hi, hey, it's all good. I remember being in Costa Rica riding my bike all the time in Puerto, <clears throat> down to, you know, the main area of the town. And my neighbors would say, hola, Jesse, buenas, buenas. I would just hear that often, muy buenas. That's just something that you greet. That's a greeting that you do for people. You know, you say buenas, it's just another greeting. It's like saying hola. I would hear hola, buenas. Hola, buenas. Hola, muy buenas. You know, it's just another greeting um, that you could say any time of the day. It's not limited to the time. I, let's go back to buenas noches. Please draw una luna. Luna llena. Luna llena. Luna llena. Es una canción merengue que me encanta. And draw a moon, just as a reminder. And then go back to the, um, the, the index finger where you have buenas tardes. And let's just write 12 p.m. That kind of will signal we're talking about la tarde, the afternoon. And then last but not least, let's go to your pinky and let's write buen día, which is the equivalent of buenos días. It's just I hear some people say good day, right, versus good morning. Same thing, right? Buen día, but you omit those ending sounds. It's just buen, B-U-E-N space dia di with the accent over the i a buen dia i remember being at a dominican hair salon and this diva was the owner she rolled up in there with her mink on all her stuff i'm like all right was the dominican salon up in be more and i'm like all right and she's like buen dia mujeres good morning women ladies i'm like buen dia Okay, so that's one thing you could do. Now let's transition to different phrases we could use um, as como las despedidas, the ways that we would like say goodbye to people. Let's go. Ahora vamos a continuar con las despedidas. Recuerdan, saludos are greetings. It means shout out, saludos. Pero saludos is how you greet someone. Hola, buenos días, buenas tardes. You know, it's an initial greeting normally. But then we have las despedidas are different ways of saying goodbye. So on that second hand that you've traced in the center, we have written adios, adios. And on the thumb, let's go ahead and write chao, C-H-A-O, chao. Now, chao es una palabra originalmente italiana, right? Es de Italia. It is an Italian word. However, it has been influenced and it has been used so much by so many different Spanish in so many different Spanish speaking communities that it's now synonymous with adios, chao. Right? So we put it in there. I say chao all the time. I know in Costa Rica we hear chao, chao, or chaito, like adding the ito because ticos at the ito, ita, the diminutive to the word. So chao is a word that has been embraced now in el lenguaje español también. Okay, so we have adios in the center, chao. C-H-A-O. For your index finger, let's go ahead and write nos vemos. Nos vemos, that means see ya. Nos vemos. Two words. First word, N-O-S, nos, space, vemos. V, V as in victory, V-E-M as in mindfulness. I don't like saying M for money. Get your mind off that. V-E-M-O-S. Now, right where you've written the V, as in victory, somewhere either above or below, write a little chiquitito B, write a little B, as in boy, okay? Because in Spanish, speaking with that swag, you pronounce the Vs like Bs. This is not nos vemos. Nos vemos pronto. Ah, is nos vemos. 
Nos vemos. Repite, nos vemos. That means see ya. Nos vemos. See ya. Adiós, mi amor. Sí, chao. Nos vemos. Okay. For your middle finger, let's go ahead and write hasta luego. Two words. Hasta luego. Now, you may be thinking, okay, I know, ah, that first vowel is ah. So, does it start with that? That's the first sound. However, the first letter is H, la H, H. Pero la H es sh, silenciosa, no se pronuncia. It has a purpose, but we do not pronounce the H. So, hasta se escribe H-A-S-T-A, hasta, space, luego. Try to write that out based off what you hear. Luego. Luego. Total of cuantas letras? Cinco letras, five letters. Luego. Luego. L-U-E-G-O. L-U-E-G-O. Did you get it right? Luego. Hasta luego. And underline the L. To help you remember, hasta luego, luego, that means see you later. That hasta literally means until, and then the luego means later, until later. It's just that that doesn't sound, um, we would understand it until later, like you would make sense of it in English, but we don't say that. We say see you later, right? And so that's part of the translation. Transliteration is looking up each individual word. So hasta, until, luego, later, or next, right? And so if you do that, it's going to sound funny, but you need to translate. That means however something is pronounced and spoken in one language and is understood in that language, how can I take that same phrase and speak it in my language or in a different language? And it not only is pronounced correctly, which we focus on the swag, but then it the swag is also the cadence like the flow of it. And the swag is also, does it sound the way that native people would say it in their country? So oftentimes we get caught up like, cause you can go on different translators or maybe you're looking up each individual word, but I don't want you to lose the focus. That is not just the individual word. You're not transliterating. You need to translate, right? You need to make it make sense so that you get this full understanding of it in the other language. So we say, Hasta luego, which translates to see you later. That l, l, I think of that L for later. Luego, hasta luego. We all heard um, in Los 90 in the 90s, the Terminator say, hasta la vista, baby. That's an extra one, hasta la vista, which is another one of saying, so we see each other again. La vista means sight. You can add that one extra. And let's go on to now. Our next finger, and we have hasta mañana. Hasta, the same hasta, H-A-S-T-A, hasta, space, mañana, mañana. M, as in mindfulness, A, ñe, which is the N with the tilde, the little squiggly line over it, like in, como en español, not espanol, español. I like to think, whenever I think about that N with the squiggly line, I like to think about the same, um, expression you make when you say in your face no one is like in your face it's not closed it's not down you always like in ya in ya in your face oh you really want to be in my face i'm on in your face in ya in ya in ya in ya in ya in ya so hasta mañana mañana that's in yo in ya mañana hasta mañana now no one is walking around scrunching their face but when you're first learning the language i like to Drill that in ye versus in because in is a sound in a letter versus in ye. Hay una diferencia. M A N Y A N A. I did two different languages. Let's do English. M A N Y A N A. Or in Espanol, M A N Y A N A. Mañana. Hasta mañana. Mañana means morning. Until the morning. Which the, so what does that translate to? See you tomorrow. Right. Hasta mañana. Of course, you could just say adios. Pero if you know you're going to see the person por la mañana, let's increase our vocabulary. Let's not only say adios. Hasta mañana. Ciao. Nos vemos. 
Okay. It would not make sense to say hasta mañana if you know you are going to meet that person later on. Like you're on the phone with someone. Yeah, girl. Okay. So I'm going to see you at the store. What time? A las ocho or eight o'clock. Girl, wait. So I'm going to be at eight o'clock at night. Is it safe to park there? Okay. Okay. Just making sure. Okay. Hasta mañana. The person was like on the line like, see you tomorrow. No. Hasta luego. Right? See you later. Y una frase más that we want to talk about is hasta pronto. Hasta pronto. Hasta, H-A-S-T-A space pronto. We say pronto, pronto in English. Pronto, fast. <laughs> Hurry up. Pronto, pronto. A-E-I-O-O-O. Remember la O cerrada. O-O. Hasta pronto. P-R-O-N-T-O. Hasta pronto. Hasta pronto means see you soon. Pronto means we think about pronto, fast, hurry up. Hasta pronto. Okay, ahora vamos a revisar. So, repite, adios. Chao. Nos vemos. Hasta luego. Hasta mañana. Hasta pronto. Muy bien. Y una frase más. If you have space, you can write it like maybe on the wrist. De la mano. Five words. So just be mindful as you're writing this out. Es que tengo un buen día. I use this phrase all the time over the phone and in person, um, which it translates to have a nice day. Que tengo un buen día. Okay? So that's when you finish. So whether you're get at the aduanas and you're doing your pasaporte, getting your sellos, estampillas, or you're just saying adios to someone, but you want to wish them a good day. Que tengo un buen día. Okay, let's write the first word. Que. Q-U-E with an accent over the E. Que. Space. Tenga. T-E-N-G-A. Tenga. Space. Un. Just like uno, but get rid of the O. Un. U-N. Space. Buen. Just like we said, buen dia. Look at your hand <clears throat> with the greetings. So, saludos. Buen dia. B-U-E-N. Dia. D-I-A. And accent over the I. Dia. Lastly, add an exclamation point at the end. And go right in front of the first word and do an upside down exclamation point. We don't have those upside down punctuation marks in English, como lo que son en español. But the cool thing about it is think about when you were in elementary school and when you were learning to read. And then your teacher was saying, raise your voice. It's a question. All right. So by having that upside down question mark or that upside down exclamation mark at the beginning of the sentence, it lets the reader know this is an exclamation, like, or this is una pregunta, a question. Let's repeat this phrase again. Que tenga un buen día. Que tenga un buen día. Say it again. Que tenga un buen día. Más rápido. Que tenga un buen día. Muy bien. Okay. Vamos a revisar todo el vocabulario. Repite, por favor. Hola. Buenos días. Buenas tardes, buenas noches, buenas, muy buenas, buen día. Y ahora las despedidas. Adiós. Chao. Nos vemos. Hasta luego. Hasta mañana. Hasta pronto. Y la última frase es, que tenga un buen día. Que tenga un buen día. No, que tenga un buen día. Que tenga un buen día. Sprinkle that swag. Okay, muy bien, mis amores. So I just want to remind you again, I love that quote again from Universal Class about por qué es importante para saludar. Why is it important to greet people? Because it demonstrates respect that you have for others. And it creates this favorable impression. And most importantly, when you greet someone, you acknowledge their presence. There's so much power in acknowledging the presence of others. That respect and that favor that you will get, I promise you, it goes such a long way. Whether I'm in the taxi car, the Uber, the Uber driver, desde el aeropuerto hasta mi hotel o hasta cualquier otro lugar, when I'm interacting with people, greet them. Greet them with swag. Greet them in their native language. Acknowledge them because when you acknowledge their language and you do it in a swagalicious way, you are acknowledging them because language reflects culture and one's identity is as a result an associated, cultivated, shaped by his or her own culture. So please, I just want to encourage you all, 
let's just spread lots of love and light, right? It's enough negativity and malas vibras all over the place. So let's just inject respectfulness that we can acknowledge others. We don't have to be the same, but just acknowledging people's presence and greeting them. You know, it really goes a long way. So, Estoy siempre bien agradecida por trabajar con ustedes y nos vemos, sí, ya, right? Nos vemos pronto. I'll see you all soon. Adiós, chao. So, sprinkle that swag, stop walking around posting like, yeah, yeah, me llamo. Dude, you sound ridiculous. Your ignorance is not conspicuous.